This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hello, friend. My name is Denise Renner. I'm so excited about coming to you today. We've been talking about how to maintain peace in difficult times. And today, oh, this lesson's so exciting and so encouraging about maintaining our peace in difficult times and not isolating ourselves from other people because the body of Christ is a body. The body's joined together. My hand is joined to my arm. My ears joined to my face. I mean, our body is connected and isolation is a trap from the enemy. It can be a dark place and it can definitely steal your peace. And you say, how do you know that? Because I did it. And what I'm going to tell you today, I didn't know so many years ago. And I fell into that trap of isolation. And I don't want that to happen to you because it's going to steal your peace. I'm so glad that you're with me. I've been waiting for you to share this wisdom from God's word. And in these last days, we've got to be equipped. And I believe my husband's book, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy. Don't you see that all around you? And so I want you to have this book because it's going to open your eyes to the scripture because the scripture describes exactly what we're going through right now. And that brings comfort to our hearts because Jesus doesn't want to scare us through the word of God, but he wants to prepare us. So I want you to have my husband's book. If you need prayer, please let us know how we can pray for you because that is part of not being isolated and keeping our secrets all to ourselves and suffering on the inside. But if you can join hands, well, you can't join hands, but if you can join hearts with somebody on the other side of that phone call or on the other side of that email, it's going to help you and strengthen you. And I want to tell you again, I read all your responses. Thank you so much for communicating with me. Well, I want you to stay with me. I'm going to be right back and we are going to see how we can maintain peace in difficult times by not being in the trap of isolation. Well, I'm glad that you're with me today because we are going to look at what God's word says about not being isolated and how that is a trap from the enemy. We've been talking about how to maintain peace in difficult times. And oh, I've heard some from so many of you and I'm so grateful what God is doing in your hearts through these teachings. And 
if you, again, if you need prayer, please let us know how we can pray for you. Um, the trap of isolation, what is the trap of isolation? It is when we are tempted, or maybe we've already done it, like I will explain to you in this teaching that I did, the embarrassment, the fear that nobody is going to understand what it is you're going through. And, and so by embarrassment or maybe even our pride, I don't know, but it's, it is a trap from the enemy and it keeps us from sharing and holding inside the pain that we're going through. And God did not call us to walk by ourselves. And if we keep these secrets in the torment all by ourselves with our thinking, and we think that we are protected because we're not sharing this with anybody, Dear friend, I want to tell you, it's not the correct thinking. There's no safety in the darkness. And as I will share with you in a few moments, that darkness even gets darker. And that place where you could have peace only gets harder and heavier and more despair because of the darkness. And because of the hopelessness that can come, that's why I want to share with you my testimony of the trap of isolation that I was in that was so destructive and actually physically and emotionally destructive to my life. Traps are designed to bind us up and keep us bound that we cannot escape, so that we fail to find the joy and the peace and the fulfillment of the path that God has called us on. We, when we're trapped, we're held captive. Just as a trap is designed anywhere in the forest or wherever you go, a trap is there, it's hidden find and trap that wild animal because traps don't say, here I am, I'm a trap, I'm going to get you. No, traps are deceptive. Traps are hidden. Traps are meant to be hidden. And so by this negative thought or that negative thought or this fear or that embarrassment or this thought that nobody will understand me and I can't, I can't share this with anybody. You see, the devil has a way of being so very logical, very logical and rational. Now, perhaps if you're going through something in your situation, you think to yourself, well, really, I don't know that anybody will understand what it is that I'm going through. But I want to tell you, friend, that's really not the truth. It is not the truth because the Bible says, and I want to read it to you, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it says that 
no temptation, no, no temptation is taking you. That such is not common to man. Common, the same temptation that comes against you or comes against your neighbor or comes against your best friend, your husband, your child, the very same temptation comes against all of us. You say, well, I'm not tempted to drink. Well, I'm not tempted to rob a bank. Well, I'm not tempted to shoot somebody. Well, I'm not tempted to do this or to do that. No, it's what's behind the temptation that causes us to think that we're a special case. But it's a lie because every temptation, the Bible says, is common to man. And friend, I have to share this verse with you because it is so encouraging. It's encouraged me so many times and I know it'll encourage you. And it also shows how the devil lies because we think we're alone in our trouble or our situation and nobody's ever experienced that. And this is the very worst. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 and 16, it says that Jesus was tempted in the very same way that we are tempted. Let, I want, let's go there. I want you to see that. If you have your Bible, go there and see this with your own eyes because it is so powerful. It says in verse 14 of chapter 4, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Verse 15. For we have not a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted just as we are, yet without sin. You see, when the devil says, oh, nobody will understand your situation or your temptation, here's two verses that say that that's a lie. Hmm, that is truly a lie. First, all temptation is common to man. Second, Jesus was tempted in the same way that you are or I am, but yet he did not sin, but it says there, and I just read it to you. He can sympathize with us. Oh, let me show you another verse in Hebrews. This is an amazing verse, and it is Hebrews chapter 2, and it's verse 18, and it says, For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, so that he is able to aid those who are tempted. Let me read it again. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted. <laughs> he is able to aid those who are tempted. So if something is tempting you and trying to steal your peace, and you're embarrassed and you want to hide it and you want to go into that trap of isolation like I'm going to describe to you that I went into. It's a complete lie 
and deception from the devil. And he has his plan to steal from you and to put you in that prison or that trap and bring darkness into that trap. Oh, let me share this verse with you. Oh, this verse, it is also another another aspect that we see because it shows that the devil is a liar. Because when you get in that darkness, it seems so hopeless. But look at Psalm 139. This is amazing. Verse 11, it says, If I say, surely the darkness shall fall on me, even the night shall be light about me. Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. Praise God. There's not anyone listening to me right now that is in such a dark place that God can't reach down and help you. If you call out to him, why would I say that? Because Jesus on the cross, through his own holy blood, set us free. Even if you're in that darkness, because of the power of that holy blood, he, when you call out to him, he, and you apply that blood, that precious blood to that situation, he can absolutely set you free. I want to give you my testimony. So many, many, many years ago, when we first moved to the former Soviet Union, Oh, it was so exciting. <laughs> uh, our youngest son was, uh, he just turned three years old. Uh, our middle son was uh, six and our older son was eight. We were on the adventure of our life and it was just really marvelous. It was great. But you know, there became needs like I needed a friend. I needed somebody to really share my heart with, talk to, and my husband, my precious husband, he has such an amazing call in his life. Well, he was very focused on his call and, and, and raising up these people and men around him so that he could fulfill that call. And the needs that I had, I... I couldn't really, uh, he was so busy. I, I just, there wasn't a place that I could just really talk with him and say, or, or, you know, get that fellowship with him. No fault of his. I mean, I had my own insecurities to deal with, believe me. And so what I did, because I believed, I believed the lie. I believed that no one would understand my problem. I believed that my problem was special. And I believed that I had to work this out by myself. Lies. Lies. 
and I didn't know they were lies. And I was in that trap of isolation. And I read to you out of Psalm 139 that that place, it becomes very dark. Well, because I refused to let any light in, I refused to let anybody know how I was struggling, not because of Rick, but because of my own insecurities, my own, my own faults, my own needs, and our situation. I mean, these, this was important. What he was doing was important. But many times, you know, life is not perfect. And we're not perfect. People we live with aren't perfect. And life comes. And temptations come. And, but we can, what I'm trying to tell you today is we can take the word of God and we can refuse to be in that trap. I was in that trap of isolation. And it was dark in that trap because it's, you're alone. And you believe the lies in your head. And you believe that you're going to solve them. And for me, it was like I went around and around in my mind, you know, thinking I had the answer. Kind of like a squirrel that you put in a little cage and they go around and around and around, but they never get anywhere. That's exactly what those kind of thoughts do. You go around and around and around, but you never get anywhere. You don't come to the solution. And that's where I was. Well, I'm going to tell you what is the solution. And it's in James chapter 5. I want you to go there. James chapter 5. And it says that we are to confess our sins one to another. Let me read it to you. It says, verse 16 of chapter 5, confess your trespasses one to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There is the answer, friend. Confess your faults, your trespasses, your needs to one another and pray for one another and you will be healed. There's your answer. I didn't know that answer. I believed the lies. Maybe, maybe you're listening to me right now and you're, you're saying, I believe those same lies. Well, here is your place of escape. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, that we're all tempted in the same way, but it says in that verse that he will provide for you a way of escape. What is the way of escape? The way of escape is to open up and humble yourself and go to somebody that you trust. Tell them what's going on, exactly what the scripture says, and ask them to pray for you. Let me, let me read it to you one more time, because you can't argue with the scripture. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. You can't argue with that. That is the truth of God's word. There is the solution. Now I want to go back to my testimony. So I was in that place of darkness and, 
And finally, I understood, Denise, you can't do this. You've got to tell somebody what you're feeling. Because you see, when you're feeling all those things, it looks like it's huge. But when you open the door and you tell somebody, you bring light into that darkness. When, as the Bible says, when you confess your trespasses, your faults to one another, somebody you trust, and you pray for one another that you may be healed, well, what are you doing? You are opening the light, flooding in. The light is flooding into that darkness that you may be healed. So that's what I did. I, I found a friend. I started talking to somebody. I understood after opening my heart and the light coming in that my problem wasn't so horrible. It was, became so horrible because it was in the darkness. But I got to tell you how good God is. Remember when we read today in Psalm 139, that even the darkness becomes light. That's what was happening in me. Even though I was in a dark place, maybe you are in a dark place and you haven't shared or felt confident or, or you're embarrassed about what's going on in your life and you don't know how to tell somebody and you're in a dark place. Well, according to Psalm 139, it's not too dark for Jesus. And he says, even in the darkness, there can be light. And you know what I found out, friend? I found out that even though I was in that dark place, God was working in my dark place. That's how great and good he is. That even when we're in our darkest place and we think, we think there's no hope, we think how in the world am I ever going to get out of this? He's working. He's working in you. The Bible says he is at work to will and to do of his good pleasure. You know, for us to maintain peace in these difficult times, we cannot be isolated. We can't isolate ourselves and say, oh, my case is too special. My case, nobody will ever understand. I can't share this with anybody. I've got to bear this alone. No, that's not the truth. And to maintain peace in these difficult times, we do not want to be in that trap of isolation. Oh, do you love the Word of God? Is if not just the most wonderful, the most powerful thing in your life? Well, I want you to stay with me, and I'm going to be right back, and I am going to pray for you. The world is changing. In fact, it's more than changed. It's gone crazy. We are living in a world where faith is questioned and sin is welcome, where people seem to have lost their minds about what is right and wrong, it seems truth has been turned upside down. In Rick Renner's book, How to Keep Your Head on Straight in a World Gone Crazy, Rick reveals the disastrous consequences of a society in spiritual and moral collapse. In this book, you'll discover what Christians need to be doing to stay out of the chaos and anchor to truth. 
You'll learn how to stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, discern right and wrong teaching, how to be grounded in prayer, and how to be spiritually prepared for living in victory in these last days. Leading ministers from around the world are calling this book essential for every believer. And right now, it's available for just $20. You can also order the 15-part teaching series when you call or go online right now. Rick takes you deep into New Testament prophecies about the end of the age and what you need to do to sail successfully through turbulent end-time waters. Available in digital or physical formats starting at just $24. Get the book, How to Keep Your Head On Straight in a World Gone Crazy, for just $20. And don't miss this powerful teaching series. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Don't you love the Word of God? I love the Word of God. The Bible says that it is a light unto our path. It's a light in the darkness for us to show us the way. Have you ever been in the dark and then somebody, uh, you know, they, they turn on their phone and they push their flashlight and all of a sudden you see the way. That's the way it is with the Word of God. And God does not want us to be in the trap of isolation. He wants to, us to maintain our peace in difficult times by growing and understanding. I do not have to live this way. Everyone is tempted in the same way. And I can open my heart and trust someone and and, and tell them what's going on, and I will be healed. That's the promise of the Bible in James chapter 5. And the Word of God does not lie. Well, let's pray together. Father, I thank you for the power of your Word. Your Word says that you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We thank you for the truth that we've heard today. And Father, I just lift up my friend to you right now that they will take hold of courage on the inside. They will refuse the lies of the devil, the logical lies that they have to hold everything on the inside. Lord, it's not true. We're a body and we're to be connected. But they can do what James chapter 5 says. They can confess their faults one to another, pray for one another, and they'll be healed. Lord, I thank you for the power of your word that comes to shine on any darkness and set us free. I pray this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for being with me. Let me know how this lesson has touched your heart. And I'll see you next time.
This program was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.